You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. Happy Monday. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Um, if you celebrate Easter, hopefully you had a good Easter. Um, I spent it with my family, took Sky over. Oh, for those of you that don't know who Sky is, I got a new puppy. His name is Skywalker. I call him Sky. And it's been quite an adventure. I had a little bit of a like a, a mini breakdown this morning where I was just like losing my shit and I was like sobbing for like an hour in the bathroom and then I was like okay gotta pull myself together gotta get to work gotta go tape gotta do the things um it's an adventure he's a baby 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 um he's up on my Instagram my uh just plain Zach Instagram account so you can see him there but my god um I'm always open to any tips and tricks anybody has he's a good boy he really is a good puppy he's a um he's technically a labradoodle his mama, who's my mom's dog, his mama is a Labrador full breed. And then his dad, who's my mom's friend's dog, I guess they brought him over. They brought them over to like play and then they did a little too much play. But he's a golden doodle. So I guess Sky is technically a Labradoodle, but also has like golden retriever. But he looks like a golden retriever. He looks like a baby golden retriever. Um, but he's a baby. We're learning a lot. You know, we are, uh, we're trying to adjust, you know, we're, we're doing the things. Um, but I also wanted to clarify because some people on Instagram were like, oh my God, you got a dog from a breeder. And I, or like, I want to clarify, he's not from a breeder. He's from my mother. Um, her Labrador got pregnant. She had puppies. My mom did not sell any of the puppies. She gave them all to trusted family and friends. She didn't have the heart to sell them. But also, I have nothing against anybody that gets their dogs from a breeder. Um, I think dogs, puppies, whatever, need loving homes. So whatever, you know. Um, but we just, that wasn't what we decided to do. We've always rescued dogs. Uh, the Her Labrador is a rescue. So it was a, they are puppies from a rescue. And I got the dog from my mama. So back off. But I'm open to any helpful, constructive, non-judgmental tips and tricks that you found helpful strategies. If you've had a similar breed, like please like come and flood my DMs and let's let's work through this because there's a bit of a learning curve. But I have gotten so many positive, uh, supportive, and helpful DMs. So thank you guys. Sky is he's suggesting he's taking a nap right now. I'm hoping he stays asleep for at least the next 30 minutes before I have to take him out to go potty, and then we could get back to the regular day but it is it is interesting we have a lot to break down today um a lot of, some banner pump rules news with sheena and katie and brock and rachel and uh roni legacy is now i guess being revived ariana maddox is going to be on dance with the stars possibly uh kyle cook is coming out to defend Schwartzy. we've got a lot to break down so shall we dive in um 
Very quickly, though, I did want to mention Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have a new wedding special on Hulu that drops this weekend or sorry, this week. I think it drops on Thursday. So we're going to bring You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, back on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. So Amelia and I will be recapping that for the Ringer Reality Reality TV podcast. I believe it drops on Thursday. So be sure to subscribe and tune into that. I've got my interview with Stassi Schroeder that's dropping on the podcast this week as well. We talk all about Vanderpump Rules, the firing, life after reality TV. TV, mommyhood, the upcoming tour, her return to reality television, and then of course I ask her about Scandaball because I wasn't going to not ask her about Scandaball. So stay tuned for that. Saucy Schroeder is going to be on the podcast. Uh, you can listen to it on the podcast or you can watch the full interview on YouTube. It is not a Zoom interview. She came into the studio. We had a great time. So you can look forward to that. And then um, it's a final countdown to Philly. So if you haven't done so yet, go and get your tickets now. Go to nofilterlive.com to join us for a No Filter Night Out with the Bra Bros, April 27th. That's Thursday, April 27th in just a couple of weeks. April 27th at City Winery in Philly. You can head on over to nofilterlive.com to save your spot right now. Save it. Right now, maybe I'll do a giveaway. Maybe anyone that that buys their tickets this week, if you haven't done so yet, everyone that has bought tickets up until you know this week, we'll do like another coffee day. I think we did that like in Nashville and New York. So if you want a coffee day with me and the Brav Rose, or maybe a late night day with me, get your tickets and we will set something up. I'll pick a winner at random to set something up while I'm in Philly. So, all right, there we go. Shall we get your tickets at nofilterlive.com? Shall we dive in? Okay. So it looks like Sheena and Katie have reunited, reunited, and it feels so good because now they are officially following each other on Instagram again. Sheena, Katie, and Ariana hosted um, this emo night, I guess it's what it's called. They, um, I guess it's like a, it's a, a rave, right? So they traveled to different cities and they put on this rave. So they had Sheena, Katie, and Ariana host it together. And they had a they had hoodies on that said every night is VPR night. I'm assuming for Vanderpump Rules. I believe most of their merch is called Every Night is an Emo Night. And so they just tweaked it to fit Vanderpump Rules. But it seems like a good thing, right? Sheena and Katie rallied to support Ariana. I'm pretty sure they got a cute little coin. Cute paycheck from the appearance they didn't seem to end things well after the reunion because i know katie just did an interview recently i think it was on danny pellegrino's podcast or maybe it was on nick bio's podcast one of them where she said that she and sheena will likely never end up being friends again that there's just too much history between the two of them and she just doesn't foresee them coming together again but it does seem like you know she was willing to team up with sheena and have a good night out to bury the hatchet and rally for ariana which I think is good. I think this is a strong friend group. Katie, Ariana, Sheena. I mean, even bring in some Lala. Give me Lala. And I think that would be great damage on Vanderpump Rules. That would be a solid friend group. And I'm just like, let's go, baby. I'm here for it. Bring Katie back in. Especially because like Christina Kelly, like I like Christina Kelly, but I don't know if that's like the best, strongest ally to have next to Katie. Like Katie needs to get in with the girls. And I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, I do want to talk about this Brock and Raquel rumor that's like circulating online today because there's this new rumor that I guess Brock, when Raquel was staying with Sheena and Brock, Raquel and Brock hooked up or had some sort of thing, fling, whatever, and then Brock ended up getting drunk and telling his friends about it or bragging about it in some way. I don't think there's any truth to this rumor. I don't think Sheena and Brock, or sorry, I don't think Raquel and Brock actually hooked up. I don't, I think this 
we can file under low budget. One, because I'm like, why didn't this come out when the scandal was at a tight? Um, and two, I believe the like evidence or whatever about this is like a text message. Like some, it's some, it's a screenshot from what I've saw from what I've seen online. It's a, a text message, a screenshot of somebody's text messages being like, Oh, is it, has it come out yet that Brock and, and Raquel hooked up? So to me, that's not really like, who is the text message from? Who is the text message to? Who's the one that releases information? What are the details? What friend? Like, I just, I want, like, at least when Ariana caught Tom cheating, she found the FaceTime video, right? We found the video on FaceTime. Tom and Raquel owned up to it. Obviously, there are a lot of other speculative details around their affair. But for the most part, there was incriminating evidence. Here, it doesn't appear that there is any incriminating evidence. And I feel like... This would have come out by now if this were true. This feels like somebody trying to fan the flames and try to make things bigger than they actually are. I know people are also saying that they're trying to make out some like weird thing between Brock and Lala because he, people think that Brock and Lala are too close on Vanderpump Rules. I don't think there's anything to any of that. I know Brock. I've met Brock. I've been around him. I've been around him and Sheena. They seem happy together. She seems to really be into him. He seems to really be into her. They seem to have a really solid family unit. And I just don't see him as the wandering eye type of guy. I think he's very family oriented. I think that's why, you know, he and Lala have been able to kind of connect in that way. I know people are like, oh, well, what about the child support? Or what about the kids in Australia? Listen, I don't love that he's not in Australia with his kids, but I also know co-parenting is complicated. It's not to excuse it. Uh, as far as I know, he's paid off his his debt and he's working on building a relationship with his ex and his kids. So that seems positive as somebody that comes from like that split household and has, you know, a weird dynamic with my own father. It's not the easiest to see, but I also know that these situations are complicated, but from what I know of Brock and from meeting Brock and knowing Brock, he seems like a really good guy. And I think that his family unit with Sheena and, you know, their daughter Summer, like I think they're solid and I don't see him hooking up with Raquel. Nor do I see Raquel wanting to hook up with Brock, especially if she already had Sandoval. I don't think that there would be any benefit to that. She's not going to try and steal two people's men. Like that also like exaggerates, you know, Rachel, Raquel, whatever. That exaggerates her character too, to think that she's like that evil and that diabolical. She's not that great from what we've seen so far, but I think she's too puppy dog eyes in love with Sandoval to even care to go after Brock. So we're going to file that under low budget. Um, what other Vanderpump Rules news do we have? Uh, Ariana Maddox is reportedly joining Dancing with the Stars. So Page Six just revealed over the weekend that they're cur- that she's currently in talks to be on the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars, which I think would actually make her not only the first Vanderpump Rules cast member to do it, but also I believe like the first Bravo lab that isn't a housewife. Normally we have housewives do it, right? Kim Zolciak, um, did Nini? I don't think Nini did it. Uh, Erica Jane did it. Lisa Vanderpump did it. Lisa Rinna did it. Denise Richards did it. A lot of the Beverly Hills housewives. But I think a lot of it was before they were even housewives. But so we've seen a lot of housewives join Dancing with the Stars. But this is, I think, the first time we're having like, you know, one of the non-housewife shows have a Dancing with the Stars cast member. I actually haven't seen Dancing with the Stars in many years. So I don't know if that statement is entirely true, but it seems true enough. I think that this is good for Ariana. She's living the life that Tom Sandoval wishes he could. 
She's living the life that Tom Sandoval wishes he is living or thinks that he's living, but isn't. Apparently, NBC has already cleared her to join the show. Um, Knowing this will only make things better for Vanderpump Rules ratings. So I'm sure NBC is like all in with it. As of right now, there's nothing that's actually set in stone. I feel like they do this a lot. Um, They'll leak names just to see what the reaction, the reception will be. But ABC doesn't usually confirm anything until they actually announce the full cast. But I'm here for it. I'm like, you go girl, you do it. Get Dancing with the Stars money. Get that exposure. I think she's going to be just fine. Lisa Vanderpump did it. Interesting, though, that Lisa is kind of like the matriarch of Vanderpump Rules and, you know, her cast is now starting to break out into their own stardom, making Vanderpump Rules less about Vanderpump. So I'm curious to see how much longer they can ride with Lisa even on the show. Ariana got her lifetime gig. Now she's on, now she's possibly going to be on Dancing with the Stars. I think she's got one or two good seasons of Vanderpump Rules left before she decides to pivot into something bigger and better and good for her. I feel like Raquel could also capitalize off of this whole scandal as well and like build a career for herself. Like look at Kristen Cavallari or Heidi Montag. Both of them were like reality TV villains, reshaped their image, turned around their brands. And I honestly think that Raquel has that potential as well. But I think she's too caught up in Sandy Balls to even think about that. But I'm just like, listen, Raquel, drop him, girl. No dick is that good, especially when it's Sandy. Um, Summer House, Kyle Cook defending Schwartzy over the weekend. He slipped into some comments saying that Schwartzy was very open and honest on Watch Rappens Live. And Watch Rappens Live is a challenging show to do. And so, kadoos to him. Um, Kyle seems to be backing Schwartzy and saying, like, listen, this is a big scandal. He handled himself well. I'm like, mm, Kyle Cook, I don't know if you're the one that, uh, I like Kyle Cook, but I'm like, I don't know if you're the one to be defending somebody's deplorable actions or unsavory actions, as Heather Gay would call them. So, also weird, like, how close is he to Schwartz? He needs to, he feels the need to, like, come in and defend him. But whatever. Uh, Buying Beverly Hills has gotten picked up and renewed for a second season on Netflix, so we can keep uh, keep an eye out for that. I believe they're going to start filming soon. I have Mauricio Umansky, who's going to be on the podcast next week. So I have Stassi Schroeder this week and then Mauricio next week. So I did chat with him a little bit about season two and what we can expect what we can expect from that. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure that'll be that'll be lots and lots of fun. Um, and then Roni. So it looks like the Roni Legacy reboot show has now been seemingly revived. It was reported that Roni Legacy is once again in the works. Apparently, the original negotiations fell through because Jill Zarin didn't want to sign her contract, which reportedly only offered her 15000 to do Roni Legacy, whereas the rest of the cast was getting like closer to like forty, fifty thousand. I think Luann may have been offered 60000 I think Luann was offered the most. But this isn't the full 22-season, like, a regular original season of Roni. So I thought it was some sort of reunion show. That was my understanding or impression of it. But I always said that it should be like the main most memorable cast members and it should be a vacation remembering the good old days, like a reflection, like just one way to put a nice little bow on what Roni was and kind of let it sail off into into the sunset. I always thought it should have been like at best four episodes four part. I mean, at this point, I can possibly even see it being like six episodes, but I didn't think it needed to be like a full on continuation of what the original 
Real Housewives of New York show actually was. But now apparently this vacation style and reminiscing style of like Ultimate Girls Trip is what the network is now looking to do. And they're looking to bring back Ramona Singer. So here's the thing. Ramona is Roni. Whether people want to admit that or not, she just is. Whether people love her or hate her, she's carried this show. I think she's a key pillar. I think Sonia, Lou, Dorinda, and Bethany are key pillars. I think to an extent, Jill is also a key player. Nobody ever expected Ramona to be like a good person or nobody ever should have respected her to be or expected her to be a good person because she was cast on the show to be a reality star, not, you know, a good upstanding citizen. You know, this is an HGTV where, you know, we want to flip somebody's house and they have to be a good person with a good heart. I don't think Ramona's a terrible person. I think she has terrible traits, but you know, is she a little tone deaf and out of touch? Sure. But like, that's part of what made her so memorable on the show was her bad behavior. She's entertaining to watch. She's fun to hate. According to page six, they're pivoting this legacy show into an ultimate girl style show. And they're interested in Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, and Kelly Bensimone. But they're not interested in Jill Zarin, which I find interesting because she's the one that was seemingly to blame for the original concept falling apart. I personally think Jill would be a great addition. I think, you know, Jill is also memorable and she's iconic on the show. I was very much with Bethany, though, when Bethany was saying on her TikTok that she thinks that Jill should have gotten the money that she was asking for for Legacy with the Favored Nations clause. Bethany was like, listen, this is a new concept. It's a new show. So everybody should be paid the same. Probably why Bethany didn't do it either, because she was like, that's not like you're not going to pay me 50 grand to do this show. No, thank you. So I feel like maybe one of the ladies is the one that possibly leaked this to the press. Maybe Dorinda, because I feel like she's the one that was like the most upset about Jill stalling negotiations. And I feel like Dorinda's also friends with Ramona, that that's how she would know that Ramona was also in the mix. So I feel like this leaking into the press was possibly like a cast leak. Like, so somebody that's part of the show still, that's like, I want you to know that this isn't dead. I'm going to be back before you know it. And also Ramona's coming back and like people are going to be excited about that. But also Jill is not coming back. And when I just feel like it's, it's a little shady. So I feel like somebody on this cast definitely leaked it. But I mean, let me know what you guys think. Are you excited to see Ramona back in the mix. She obviously said before that Roni just wasn't right for her at this time, which was last year. I think with the right amount of money and with the right opportunity, I think anybody would be down for that, including Ramona. I don't really need to see Kelly Bensimone. Like, I'm kind of good without Kelly Bensimone, so I'm like, mm, swipe left, girl, we don't need you. You're down here and everybody else is up here, and I feel like we can leave you in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. We don't need to revive Kelly. Like, why do we keep wanting to make Kelly Bensimone happen? Like, she didn't even happen the first time around. That Why would we want to make her happen now? But what do you guys think? Are you happy to see Ramona back? Do you think that Jill should also be included? Like, who would be your ultimate legacy vacation cast? And don't say, like, Kristen Takeman or Heather Hala Thompson or Jules or Cindy Barshop. Like, no. Pick five ladies that you want to see go on vacation together that you feel like would be Roni Legacy. I would love for Tinsley to be back in the mix. I don't think she'll do it. I would love, well, I've already said who I want Bethany, Jill, Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda. Maybe Alex. We don't need Kelly Bensimone. Thank you, next. <sighs> okay, well, damn. 
This is another, you know, bite-sized episode of No Filter with Zach Peter. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys got your quick tidbit of tea. And, um, yeah, I'm very excited for my interview with Stassi Schroeder that's going to be dropping on the podcast this Wednesday. Tuesday for Book Club this week, we'll be recapping uh, Tori Spelling's book, her first book, uh, Spelling It Like It Is. So we'll catch up on that book. This week, next week, I think we'll do Mauricio's book. Mauricio Umansky's book, The Dealmaker. I interview him next week, so we can do Book Club on Tuesday, and then the interview with him will air probably Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. I'll be going live again this Thursday. Be sure to get your tickets to No Filter Night out in Philly, April 27th. That's April 27th at City Winery in Philly with me and the Bra Bros and some special guests. So go to nofilterlive.com right now and stay tuned because I've got another juicy, exciting announcement coming very, very soon. You can always keep up with me and Sky at Just Plain Zach all over the internet, or you can follow at No Filter with Zach for all the latest reality TBT. And be sure to catch me on, I was just on the Ringer Reality TV podcast recapping Vanderpump Rules last Thursday, and I'll be back this week recapping Courtney and Travis's wedding special. And from our group chat, it sounds like it might not be what we think it's going to be. So stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you guys later, Skater. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Ciao for now.